In this episode of the Encourage Inspire podcast, I'm joined by indie hip hop creative Tay the Crown, man. This is a great episode, man. Tay the Crown and I go back a few years, man. I would like to introduce to him by my guy, Edomat Assassin. Uh, this dude is just a really straight up dude, man. I really love the street element he brings to hip hop, you know, through real life, real experiences, man. So we get a chance to dive deep into that as well as. Um, how he has been able to kind of navigate the indie world, indie grind of learning the music business and putting that together to build uh, success and doing it in an unconventional way. So I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Thanks. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Encourage Inspire Podcast, it's episode number 78. And I got my guy with me, Tay the Crown, man. What's going on, bro? What's up, what's up, man? Peace, peace, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Doing good, man. Dude, Tay the Crown, that's 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 my guy, man. I was introduced to you from my man Eda Mad Assassin. Yes, sir, so, man. That's so my shout, guy. So shout out to Eda Mad Assassin, man. He's actually my birthday twin. We're 10 years, we're we're about 10 years apart, but we born on the same day. Oh, that's wild. What day is that? November the 24th. Oh, okay. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's my stepfather's birthday, man. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, man. that's crazy. Yeah, that's my birthday. That's November, November, yeah, November the 24th, man. So shout out to Eden Matt Assassin, man. And he told me about you um, in terms of trying to go to new school rules during the pandemic. Yeah, and that was the virtual before session. the pandemic. Actually, before, actually, before the pandemic, yeah. right? Because you were supposed before to go on, for a while. Yeah, yeah, because you right because you were supposed to go in twenty twenty. Mm hmm. Right. Ah, uh, so we yep. yeah, so you used to go in twenty. You supposed to go in twenty twenty, man. That's how long, yeah, we know each other for that long. And, yeah, uh, man, we, I'm finna I'm finna make my way down there, man. As long as they keep keep fucking with me, man, I'm gonna stay always stay in contact with new schools, man. Bro, so like yeah, I mean, bro, like I, I'm more than happy to. Um, to submit, like, if you if you want to go try, if, I know you was having some some medical issues this last yeah. time, but so, I, yeah. but but I mean, like I said, if you're able to travel and if you and if you feel like you want to try to make it in 2024, you know, in October, at the time of this recording, you know, we we're, we're recording this. Uh, this is June of 2023, and the and the and the uh, applications usually open up about. October, November. So, you know, you got a little time to so tap back in during yeah. that time and see if see if it's Third something that could be time. see if it could, if that could be done. You know, we got I think you really, really enjoy new school rules, man. And then um and I'm tapped in some other platforms too, but I think you really you gotta love new school rules, man. Shout out to Hanker and Greg yeah. for what they're doing. You know what I mean? I'm so, a student of the game, man, and that looks like it's right up my alley, you know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. Yeah, they support the street. Man, they support street rap. They support what you do, and I mean, they just man, keep doing what you're doing, man. So, speaking of that, man, like, so tell me, I always like to ask this question, man. What's your earliest memories of music, man? What do you, what, what, what kind of got you introduced to music? We're like, man, like this is, this is something that like resonates with me. Man, I can go back as far as uh, my grandmother, man. You know, I can go back as far as that. Just being a little guy, hearing her playing the vinyl records with Muddy Waters and B.B. King and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, 
I just come from a family that loves music genuinely, you know what I mean? And sure. a lot of music got them through hardship. I came from a family of, you know, sharecroppers. They all from the, su- the southern part of the states, mm-hmm. you know, Texas, Oklahoma, things like that, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I-, I was used to that. I guess you could say struggle music, man. You know, yeah. I-, I was really in tune with that early on as a kid. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. You know, music is something we always say we can't live without. It's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible to live life without music, man. Music is, is true to the soundtrack to our lives. I think all of us can usually use music to kind of, you know, highlight either something good or bad in our life, both good and bad, by the yep. things that have happened. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So that's always, that's powerful, man. So when did you kind of know you wanted to take music, like, seriously, into how to pursue it professionally, man? When, when was that? You know, because a lot of times cats, you know, they rhyme or they they do, they dabble a little bit early on, but they kind of go on through, like, maybe they play sports or something going up and, Maybe they thought they was gonna go play pro or whatever. I'm gonna say this is your story. I'm gonna say in general, and then like that usually don't happen. So it's like they look like, yeah, man, I'm gonna tap into this music and see how far this music can take me. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, me personally, um, I could always rap. You know, I could always rap. I, I could always carry a good rhyme. But I, I started wanting to take a personal. I had did a little stint in prison, like for mm. two and a half years, mm-hmm. and the, mm-hmm. you know. From the moment I got in there, I, I knew this is what I wanted to do. I was always a writer. I'm a poet, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, before anything, I was a poet. I got a, a poem named Drums published in the National Library of Poetry in Washington, D.C. Oh, that's what's and, up. That's you know, what's up, man. Shout out yeah, to that, that was something that I always did, you know what I mean? And, but it was always hard for your homies, you know, be, being from the streets and, you know, kicking it out there in the streets. It's hard for your homies to hear your poetry, man. Not not Thanks. everybody, you know. Yeah, so I had yeah. to learn how to put it in rhyme form. And, you know, I started rhyming like that, man. So, but taking it serious, when I when I did go to prison, I knew this is something I, I had to stop wasting my life. Some people always told me I was dope at it. And when I got in there, I kind of honed my craft. I, yeah. I started writing every day, I, rhyming every day to myself. It was just a routine that, that became a part of my life for two and a half years. So this mm. is all I knew once I got out. I got out with my feet running. I knew that's what I wanted to do. And I didn't slack on it. I love that. I mean, I love that, man. So, like, you know, talk to me, man, because obviously, you know, you make street music, man. That's just, it's evident. It's evident when anybody yeah. listens to your lyrics. That's what you all about, man. So, talk, talk to me about how, like, your music reflects the struggles and the victories of street life. Like, you know, talk to me about that. Talk to me about, you know, because I, I always get a, I get a Nipsey Hustle vibe from you. You know, I get that a lot, you know, you know I mean? because, you know, I have like a little intellectual. Yeah, you know, for sure. You know, some intellectual in there at all times, man. For like sure. That, yeah. You always got to show people the consequences behind the problem, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's what I like to do. You know, it's always it's always glamorous when you're in the life. But when you have downfalls, people don't really talk about that enough and, and really pinpoint what you can end up being and what you can end up doing. And and that's the reality of things. And I want to give people the reality of it instead of the glamour, you know, at all times. Yeah, man. I think a lot, man, we live in a day and age, man, where I feel like, I feel like there was a time in hip hop, mm-hmm. there was a time in hip hop where I'm having it meet. You, you rap to um, get out the, get out the street. You know what I mean? I'm on the meeting. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Well, you good. You good. 
Nah, man, there was a time in hip hop, man, where like it turned time in hip hop, especially in the '90s, considered the golden era, where you rap to get out the street. Yep, and it feels like it's reversed now. Like cats have who have made it still want to be in the street and hang out Some with cats street that cats. Never been in the just want to go directly to the streets after exactly. the music game. Exactly, exactly, man. I mean, we see what's going on with the gut with, with, with John Morant right now. With the gun yeah, we just got to talking about that brother, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like this dude done made it. Like he he's made it. You know, he I mean he's really made it. And so it's like, but for some reason, you know, that's just the immature behavior. I feel like man, yeah. a lot of these cats had cameras and if they had Instagram and things back then, oh yeah, a lot of people would be exposed for you know, don't having mistakes like that, you know. Yeah, maybe yeah. not exactly that, but a lot of crazy stuff probably went on, you know, behind yeah, the scenes I, I, that we I, didn't know. I really think, man, he's gonna be, he's gonna get a chance to to revive his career. You know what I mean? To get his oh, career, no, career, career yeah. I think you know, obviously, he's being suspended twenty five games without pay is going is going to hurt your pocket. Also, but I mean, Nike's sticking behind him. You know, they're not they're not they they come out publicly. To su- yeah, they come out publicly in supporting support in support of him. So he's he's got Nike backing him and. Yeah, you know, you got to think of all the, the wild and crazy guys that Nike had. They had Charles Barkley. They mm-hmm. had a history of people who did crazy things, man. Yeah, John Morant yeah. pulling the gun out on camera ain't as crazy as we make as we yeah. make it seem. It's just, like I yeah. said, it hit the surface. Everybody got an opinion about it. And you know you know how that goes. For sure. You know, I mean, definitely, I know it's fucking with him a little bit, man. Yeah. You know, so it's definitely something fun to think about, like, as yeah. far as being professional, you know, that's for, a lot of money that they're giving you. Nah, you know? for sure, for sure, man. I mean, I would say you you're invest, they're investing corporate corporate salary mm-hmm. to one human being, you know, corporate money, yeah. you know, when it's all said and done. You know, some of these guys are gonna be making, you know, five hundred I fuck I mean five hundred, six hundred million dollars of career earnings when it's all said and done. So that, It'd I mean, be cool if like LeBron and them cats like kind of like spoke to him, like pulled him to the side. I know it ain't nobody's job, you know, he a grown man, but it'll yeah. be dope for, you know, hey, as older man, like, hey man, I used to be young too, man, you know, mm-hmm. like you gotta chill it out, man, kind of teach him how to, you know. Right, and you gotta think too, hey. right, and you think about like, think about LeBron James, he's probably one of the few people that have, that has been in the spotlight since he was, since he was 15 years old, for and, real, and, and has exceeded it. You know yep, what I mean? He knows that, how to handle that, that. That that usually doesn't happen. I mean, to be that famous and to be to never really get in trouble, never really had the biggest scandal he had was with was with the decision, and that raised three hundred. That raised a hundred, couple hundred million dollars for the for the a couple million dollars for the boys and girls club. So I mean, but, 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 when but, he first came out, social media wasn't as prevalent as it was now. You know? Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, exactly. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. You, you know, know, but again, we don't, we can't, we don't, we don't know what happened behind the scenes. You know, yeah. I mean, but he's been very. Thing with LeBron is LeBron is very strategic and and plans everything out. So he, you know, he he knows, you know, what what certain decisions can lead to, and can 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 you know either enhance the brand or really really hurt the brand. Yeah, as far as job goes, I know the world is probably antagonizing him so. Yeah. yeah, hopefully this is the biggest lesson of his life just this time. For sure, for sure, man. I think I think he'll be able to once he he's been able to prove. I mean, because you got like let's go back to Allen Iverson, man. Like 
you know, when Allen Iverson first came into the league, you know, they didn't really like the hip hop element of what he was doing. Nah. Nah, really wasn't. I mean, they didn't really understand, you know, and and and, and talk about a culture changer. Allen Iverson may not have been the best basketball player ever, but he was he was the one that changed culture forever. He changed the game for he changed the game for what it is now. You know, yeah, yeah. a lot of ta- it wouldn't be a lot of tattooed players out there for one. No. Nah. Nah, and, and you, you know, people got the chance to change their wardrobe. Now, I think he was he he was able to like get longer shorts back then or something, wasn't he? Well, I think I think well, I think the longer shorts thing happened with the Fab Five back oh, in the yeah, early, right. back, back in the early, yeah back in the early nineties. But I think I think when 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 uh, Alabama came into the league, it was still they wanted you to wear suits, they wanted you to wear be you know. And he he just didn't come from that culture. He, you know I mean, he kept he, you know he was really influenced by hip hop, and so he had the cornrows, he had the tattoos, and like that was that was he he that was who he was, like you know. And he changed the culture from that because he literally made David Stern change the wardrobe from that back to suit because like they just didn't like the image. And thankfully, uh, Adam Silver understands you got to let these guys be them. You know what I mean? Gotta, I mean, that's the guy that brought a lot of attention back to the league, too, around that time. This is, like, the time when Michael Jordan left the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Remember, man? Like, there was mm-hmm. a decline in, in everything, man, after he left, like, as far as programming and how people watch the playoffs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Alan Larson kind of brought the attention back, too, man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Exactly. So they own that, man. You know, AI, you know, he's he, he the culture changer, man. He's a, he the culture changer. And, and him being almost fit, you know, he's, what, 40... He's forty, almost fifty years old. He's and damn near he's, almost fifty, yeah. And he's still dressed like that. So I mean, you could tell that's him. He's still dressed like that, and he probably will always dress that way. I mean, yep. that was that's just who Allen Iverson is, man. The shout out that's to Allen, man. Yeah, shout out to Allen Iverson, man, for 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 you know he he went through his trials and tribulations, but I mean, man, he's a Hall of Famer. You know, he doing the, he doing this, and he's staying out of trouble. You know, I mean, you don't really hear too much. About him and as far as negatively in the news these days, which is, which is nah, good. He, he went through his his phase, man. I think he's a another. He matured, man. He's like like you said, fifty years old. You know what I mean? Exactly. That goes exactly. for any man, man. Exactly, exactly, man, exactly. Um, man, talk to me, man, about some of, some of the people, some of the leaders that has inspired you the most and influenced your music, man. Talk to me about, you know, obviously, you know, we 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 mentioned Nipsey recently, but. You know, but who's somebody else? You being a West Coast guy, you know. What I mean, I'm sure you have a lot of West Coast influence, yeah, uh, in your music. You know what I mean. But who are some of the who are some of the leaders? You know, that you kind of look up to that kind of influence what you do. Uh, as far as musicians, yeah, a- anybody, man, a- anybody. Okay. You know, anybody that just influences Taylor Crown. It could be musicians. It could be anybody, man. I mean, I was always. I wasn't always influenced by musicians per se, you know, but yeah, you know, always inspired by like some of the dope ones, you know. Wu Tang is somebody that was a group that changed my life when I was really deep into West Coast listening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wu Tang is somebody who changed my perception of things and how they said things. You know what I mean? You know, they were just different different type of lyricists. You know what I mean? They didn't yeah. uh, they didn't put things in such blunt terms. You know what I mean? Yeah. They might, they might be talking about a gun, but they're saying something about a sword or, you know, kung fu fighting, you know. It, yeah. 
it just all worked so perfectly for a teenage brain at the time. You know what I mean? It all made sense. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, so, those those guys being from New York City, um, and every one of those guys could rap. You know, every, every one of them, every one. one of them was not none of them were none of them was a slouch. And then, and then, you know, they all they all could rap. They all could do their thing, man. So, man, we we'll talk about legends of the culture. And yeah. you know, still influencing the culture today. And you know, speaking of speaking of street rap, man, I feel like for a long time there wasn't a there wasn't a lane for street rap or for bars, right? Even yeah, commercial, even even even, even, even gangster rap, right? Even commercially, right? And so you think about it was either uh it was either gangster it was either gangster rap or it was either a backpack. Backpacking, it wasn't no in between. It wasn't exactly, no two things at once. Exactly, you know, because you think about, you know, you think about obviously slaughterhouse. You think about, you know, Griselda, Griselda. you know, Benny the Butcher, Conway, you know, cats like that, you know, and and it being commercially viable because for a long time, you know, it wasn't commercially viable. You had you had Eminem who could kind of play. Kind of go on the battle world, but know how to make songs. Cause for a long time, a lot of the the lyricist guys that they couldn't make songs because they could yeah, ba- they could battle words, they could battle I mean? right they could they can make you in a battle, but they don't know how to make a good hook that's going to make you want to listen to a song over and over and over again. You know yeah, I mean? there's a there's a certain type of formula that you need. It's a proven formula that you need to make a hit song. You know, it's got to yeah. be a repetitive hook. You know, it's got to be familiar. And, you know, it's a certain protocol that you got to make. And yeah, I'm familiar with that, too. And uh, the cold part about it, man, you know, what made me real comfortable with who I am and what I do was Ice-T. You okay. know, just having, yeah, having a conversation with him, man. I remember he had told me, like, I've never been on the radio, man. They never wanted to play me on the radio. But, yeah, he's an icon. Everybody knows him. Shout from out to you. Ice-T, yep. Your kids know him. Your grandmother knows him. Every, you right. know, right. he's an icon. Right, so, that made me feel kind of confident in what I do. Like it made me feel at ease. Yeah, man. Look, man. Certain cats, certain cats, don't make radio records. You know what I mean? I mean, certain cats that you know. And honestly, the way the music game is now, you can build a core audience and never have a radio record because that's where you do street rap. So automatically, yeah. you being a street rapper. You're not gonna make a lot of songs that's gonna cater to the radio right. unless it's intentional. I don't want to force it. You know what I mean? My exactly. Thing is just the vibration. I don't want to have to go in there and make it feel like it's homework. Like, you know, I tried yes. to do that before. Like, tried to force shit, and it, it right. just never turned out right. And it, it didn't feel creative on my part. I right. like going in there, and I, I like I like the shit to come out my soul. I want whatever the exactly. out of me. I want hey. it to sound natural. I want you as a listener to know, like, it's effortless what he did. He went in there and just freestyled it or something, and it came out. Like, I want people to know that it just was natural hey. like water, man. But I will say, man, this record, the sober record you got, yes, has, a, has a night as radio, is a type of radio record. It has the hook. Yeah, that was a either. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that song. Was Thank God. That, that song is something, and you, is that you're actually talking about you know, trying to be sober, it actually has a more of a positive element to it. Oh yeah, that that's what I'm talking about with the consequence. You, you know, know the, you know um, what I mean. So yeah, so it's like I, I could definitely hear a song like that on the radio. You know, and, and, and 
and it has it a vibe. West Coast love, man. It sure. does get West Coast love. Shout out to the alcoholics yep. for allowing me to hop on that track and do the hook the way it was and allowing for even to hop on the track with me was the superb for me, man. Cause you know, I grew up listening to the alcoholics, man. Right. Yeah. You no, know, so that yeah. was very big for me for J Roll to even do that. And he brought Ice T to the video shoot, man. That was even like, no, that, 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 like that don't happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that that's major, man. That's major. Like you said, he's an icon. You know, for, and he's for, a friend for, for life now. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and that, and that, and, 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 man. He's and, somebody I can call on, man. And and, and, and that's cool. what that's what it's all about, man. You know, that's what it's all about. So yeah, I love that, man. I love that. Um, yeah, man. So obviously, like you know, talk to me about how you balance. Obviously, the music, the music industry, not being an independent artist, it's like you have to balance the business and the creative, man. So talk to me about your process in in, in doing that, man. How do you balance, you know, the business side of the creative side and I over record? For one, like uh, it's always creativity first for me. Okay. You know, I over record when I'm in that zone. I try to just record every day. I live in there. I dress bummy. I, you know, uh, but the process of it, it and the outcome is beautiful because you can it, you can afford to sit back for a few months and handle your business. Gotcha. You can afford to do the performances, leave the state because you you got all this music right here that you're processing already. You know, what gotcha. I mean? you already recorded it. Now you have the game plan. To let me go out here and promote it now. Let me go do my press runs at these podcasts and these radios. Exactly. Song, you know, but yeah, let that's... me promote this single while this album is getting put together. And by the time I get done promoting this, boom, wham, well, down. Thank you, man. My album's ready. Plus, another one's on standby. You know what I, I mean? Lo I, lo I love that, man, because so many cats will put so much time and energy. Don't get me wrong, making the you got to have a quality product, but a lot of people don't understand. You got to be able to promote, promote the project too. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of cats will spend so much money and go to big studios. Where honestly, you know, these days you don't have to go to the big studios anymore because no, no, you can really do it out of your closet now, man. Yeah, like, yeah, you can do it wherever you feel comfortable at, man. You know, as exactly. long as you take it to the right engineer to get it mixed down and mastered the right way. Exactly, exactly, you know I mean? because a lot of these cats will spend so much dough on the product and not understanding you got to have. Sometimes double triple that to promote and market it. You know yeah, what I mean? For, like videos too. Videos are, are yeah. a big thing where a lot of cats they spend a lot of money on it. But when it comes down to the promo and the marketing and trying to push it and get the numbers up and, and monetize, look, man, they slack on that part. They don't have a game plan never. Exactly. Exactly. Before you shoot the video. Exactly. And I, yeah, speaking of music videos, man, I talk about this all the time. I think the, I think the may, I think the full length music video is really now designed for your core audience. I think in social media, the more the micro video is becoming, I think, where we're headed. Yeah, the the, the small I, the, thirty the, minute. I mean, the small thirty second, one minute clip video. But not but, on there, but, right. That's what people want to see. Exactly, and and you what you want to do? You want to shoot it differently from the actual music video. That's the key. Yeah. It's not about just take. Preferably four or five different ways. Exactly, like, you know? okay? exactly, man. That is that's where it's changed. Like the the full length music video is still great to have, but that's more for your 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 person who'd already 
fucks with you. Who's already locked yeah. in with Taylor Crown? They're gonna go spend time to watch that full length three or four minute yeah. music video. But the writer who's discovering you on social media, man. you yeah. know how you can look at your insights uh, on like YouTube and stuff, and you can see like the the scale where it goes up and down the chart where like, exactly. who's watching. Yeah, like the average person on my video watches maybe one minute of a three minute video. Mm. You know, that's the average, you know what I'm so saying? So that tells you then, that tells you yeah. that they they want more of the... Can you the shorts it? get a lot more visibility than anything, you see that? Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's where it's changed. I think there's no reason to spend $1,500, $2,000 music video no more. Those days are over. There's no reason to spend that type of money shooting a video no more. Because, yep. you know what I mean? It, if you don't have the budget, there's just no reason to drop that type of dough. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as you know, in in today's in today's ecosystem, you know what I mean. So, hold on, you, know, you got okay. There we go. People calling. Uh, right. you got you got yeah, man. But yeah, so you're I, right. You know, yeah, you got to say that for the big stuff, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm and, and even when you're shooting a micro video, you don't even have to bring a big film crew out for that. That's something. That's something. Um. Okay. There's something you want to shoot with your phone, something you want to shoot very in a, in a, very minimal and, and, and people can relate to it. You know what I mean? So sometimes you don't gotta bring out the big film crews to do the to do the yep. micro to do the micro to do the micro videos, the ones that can it might just be as simple as taking your phone out and putting on a putting on putting on a little uh a little gimbal and do what you gotta do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah, but uh, designed I mean, for the independence now, man. The, the the game is so designed for us. It's not even funny. It's just you got to peep the situations, peep everybody else if you don't know what you're doing. You know, right. just kind of look at how everybody else is doing it and, exactly. and follow suit for what they, they pretty much give you a template on, you know, on these Instagrams and Facebook. If you really watch your favorite artists, they're giving you a template of how to do this shit. Yeah, you know what I you mean? Know what I mean? And, and, I, and I'm always watching what you're doing, man, and you you, you figured it out. Like, you know, I mean, you got your merch game going. You know, you always yep, got yep, stuff yep, going on. You're, you're always promoting. I mean, so I mean, you, you. so I respect your grind hard. That's why I wanted to have you on the pod. because I just, A lot of that, I got to give a, uh, the credit to, you know, I got to give a shout out to my man, Eve. You know what I mean? Yeah. Eve the Madison, man, because, you know, I, I watched a lot of his moves, man, before I actually getting to know him. Yeah, to learn how to do this as an independent man, you right. know, I know he was kind of like we were kind of like in the same lane, and it's hard to market like an underground hip hop lyricist, man. No, really yeah, hard. trust me, yeah, we well, we we personally had conversations about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean and everybody so, loves us, but we don't fit in nowhere. Exactly, we don't fit in with the popular exactly. crowd. Yeah, because you know? <laughs> and he's one of those cats along with yourself that can actually make songs. Yeah, a lot of these cats can't. A lot of these cats who are real lyricists, street type of dudes, they you know they lyrical, but they don't they don't know yeah. how to do a hook. He's one of those cats that actually knows how to do a hook. You the same way with you, you know what I mean? So I think that's what you helps. Come you. from I mean, the era what... where you kind of had to do that though, like the yeah. era of li music I listened to. The, the yeah, the dope guy to be dope, you had to do it all in a way, man. Hey, exactly, man. Exactly, exactly, man. Bro, so man, before we get out of here, man, how yo, man, how can what do you what type of what advice you want to give to uh any artists coming up, any creators coming up about like the type of mindset they need to have in this game, you know, in terms of the journey and and, and after that, man, how can people stay connected with you? 
Oh, man, you know, the only advice I got to give is, you know, whatever you do, man, just stay consistent at what you do. Thanks. Your consistency is everything, man. That 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 applies to your worth in the long run. You know, people, they got to see you every day. They got to know that you're still there, man. It's a, a million people out here, man. It's really a rat race, and you got to stand out. And you got it's your job to figure that out, how to stand out amongst these uh, crowd. You know what I mean? Well, I know why you out here being consistent, man. You know, be the best at what you do. Stay honing your craft, man. It still is a business. So you figure out how to mix that too, you're going to be the greatest, man. Facts, man. Like I said, he, and Tate, let me prove it. Like I said, I personally have watched the grind, you know, and, and see how the way he, he puts out the merch, see what he's doing and, and having cats really rock with him, you know, so I could personally, yeah, I've personally watched it and seen what he's doing. So I definitely co-sign what he's doing. One of my favorite cats, Tay the Crown, man. And man, so where can, where can cats stay connected with you online? How can, how can they uh, reach out to you? Uh, you can go ahead and find me at Instagram, Tay the Crown, TTG. Uh, that's all the way across the board. Facebook fan page. You can find my music on all platforms available. Uh, find me and look up my merchandise at www.taterCrown.com. Um, you know, for sure, I'm man. Easy to find. For, for sure, man. And for, what do you got coming up next, man? Any, 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 any new things dropping? You know, anything? Oh, yeah, man. So I'm actually working on the album. I'm actually working on three albums, man. Uh, one of them that's uh, dropping in July. Going to be called Cactus and Palm Trees. Been recording that for the past few years, man. We got Riles Kaiser, the Alcoholics, Volume 10, you know, and a host of other dope cats, man. Um, working on the album with Jake Lockley. That's called The Speakeasy, man. That's going to be a nice 1930s, 1940s vibe. You know, we're going to mix that in with the hip hop, man, and try to see what that do, you know. And uh, I got an event that I'm doing in July 8th called The Pop Out, man. This will be my first event. Just a little pop up, man. It's gonna have it's gonna deal with the art game. You know, everybody in my crew toasted a gifted. Everybody does something great, man. And there we're not just all MCs, man. Uh my man Kimani Kim, one of the dopest artists I know. He does pop track work. He's gonna be there selling his artwork. Uh, right. you know, and plus we're gonna have our merchandise there, man. It's really an event for our friends, family, just to come chill, man. You know. Amen. And uh, I got a show out there in San Diego as well. Um with Milky Way Enterprise out there, man. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. The list goes on, brother. <laughs> that, <laughs> yo, that's what's up, man. That's what's up, guys. Man, look, this has been another good episode of the Encouragement Fire Podcast. And this is your host, Terrell Pitt. Until next time, I'm out of here. Peace. Peace.